This episode is produced by teachmecommunication.co.uk. If you want to improve your public speaking, then go to the website and find out more information. www.teachmecommunication.co.uk. More information in the show notes. You've tuned into the Art of Money and Communication podcast. My name is Joshua and this is the place where you can come on Wednesdays to hear inspiring financial stories from everyday normal people just like you and just like me. Well, following on from my episode last week, I'm still in Finland and this week reaching temperatures of minus 16. Today is... It was a very mild one degrees and I went outside without my gloves and thought this is feeling incredibly warm. One of the funny things that the, the Finns have been saying around me earlier in the week was they said, oh, now it's in minus, say, minus five or minus six. It's warm enough now to snow, believe it or not. Today's episode, we're going to be touching on a few little things, talking about life in, in Finland, some of the the highs, the lows, but also sticking in some some Christmas stories, some Christmas personal finance tales, let's say, as well as some of the things that I've been thinking about moving into 2024. And 2024 has been the year of taking action. And so I hope for, for one last time or one penultimate time, I don't know how many, well, I'll squeeze one more podcast episode out, but, but potentially for the last time in, in 2023, I want you to a call to action for, for you to take action in your own personal finance journey. When Irina came, her bag was damaged by Ryanair. It's not been a particularly easy process filling in all of that paperwork and then contacting Ryanair. And it seems that the amount of compensation that they're, they're offering is actually far below the amount that it would cost to get a new suitcase, which is, is pretty annoying. The hours that it will take to complain and to write letters and to correspond, is it really worth spending that time for an additional £25 or, or an additional £50 for, for a suitcase? But I often find myself thinking about the principle that it's not right for, for companies to, to take advantage. If they have damaged your, your suitcase, then it's only fair that they compensate you the, the correct amount of, of what it costs for, for, for a suitcase. So I'm hoping that that gets resolved easily. One of the traditions that Rena and myself have is we try to to find a little Christmas decoration where we where we are in in December each year. Last year I was working in, in Germany, so I, I had a a little red train which reminded me of of the time that I was on the Deutsche Bahn train, bought a ticket and you all, you dear listeners of the podcast will remember that I got fined 60 euros for the ticket that fell out of my pocket. Still lives with you now. Absolutely unbelievable. Thankfully, nothing like that has happened here in, in Finland so far. But Irina and I were in the town centre just yesterday and we managed to find a very fitting pair of skis uh, with with a little uh, bauble or something on there. So we thought, oh, that would be quite nice and a fitting memory for our our time in in Finland. Cost of living in in Finland is extremely high, and it's used to this a little bit after working in Sweden earlier in the year. But I got to say that I think Finland is is even more expensive. And one of the ways that I'm realizing this, particularly, is in, in the grocery shopping. I went into the supermarket and I saw a bottle of Dr Pepper. I do like a Dr Pepper from time to time. One and a half liters, and it was well over. Four euros, four euros sixty, or something like that. So we're talking about four, four British pounds, 
for one and a half litres of soda. I find that to be pretty mind-blowing, actually. And I certainly didn't pick up the, the bottle. <laughs> managed to to find out you know when those those bargains are happening or it's it's on the way home from work so just pop in see those 50 percent off labels and that's a that's a big help particularly with the meats because quite frankly the meats are so expensive that i just wouldn't buy them otherwise so when i see those 50 percent bargain labels take them home stick them in the freezer and i know i'm good to go then really pleased a few weeks ago when irina came up to me and she said i want to increase my investment contributions and it was a very small amount just a 25 pound a month increase but i was so pleased that she took the initiative to to say that i set up the direct debit and and a couple of weeks later she she then started to say oh did i really say that i said yes you certainly did it was your idea (laughs) but getting those behaviors right is is such a fantastic tool and i think you may want to take action on is just gently increasing those contributions and finding that place where you can feel the pinch now we're all feeling the pinch 2023 it's going to be remembered as a year where cost of living shot up lots of people are feeling that pinch small changes make such a massive difference and that's something that i learned from from andy hart just he says nudging up your investment contributions is absolute key and it doesn't come easily to to most people it certainly doesn't come easy easy to me i've been paying my income protection insurance for the last i don't know three or four years and each year that has an annual increase and it's becoming more and more expensive but i'm i'm trying my best just to to see it as a as a monthly cost as something that i just just have to do and to know that it's going to nudge up every year and it is going to get more and more expensive as i get older because i'm more prone to to getting sick and even though it is it's a lot of money and it's a substantial amount of money for for me and my my self-employed career i could go skiing here in the snow i could go snowboarding which i'm not going to do because i'm not insured to do it <laughs> but slip on the ice break my head break my leg i can't do the shows i lose my income and without that insurance that you know say i've got to rest for for three or four months then i'm without income so that's where the, the insurance comes comes part of it Irina also has income protection insurance and travel insurance is always on the mind as well. There's always different protocols and, and rules with insurance, and I've I've made sure not to get caught out, particularly when when working abroad. So one experience that I had was I realised too late that my travel insurance policy was expiring, and I wasn't able to renew the the travel insurance policy whilst I was on the trip which was a bit of a problem at the time because i had another another month to go on on that particular work trips and i was without insurance so now i always have to make sure if i'm going abroad and my policy is expiring that i have to renew or make sure that i take out a new new policy whilst i'm in the uk do everything in, in advance because you don't want to be in a position where you're uninsured and we can all go on and go compare, but you don't want to be in a position where you're paying for insurance that actually is not going to serve you. So take Irina's situation where she's got travel insurance for her, her various trips. 
when it comes to her baggage, there's an excess of, of £100. So is it going to be worth her claiming on her insurance if she has to pay a £100 excess? Probably not. So excesses are, are something to to think about. But also you just want to make sure that the, the policy is actually covering you for what you're doing. And I've been caught out in the past going on something like a comparison website, buying insurance, and then actually speaking to the insurance company and realizing that I wasn't actually covered for what I what I thought that I was. I didn't perhaps read the small print or there was a change that I didn't understand. So better to be prepared and aware of what's going on rather than than taking a risk and essentially just paying paying for premiums that are not going to insure you. I didn't expect to be talking about insurance at this time of year, but it is it's a big part of the financial plan. So if you don't have it, your insurances in place, perhaps that's something to to take action on. Taking action could even mean asking some questions or finding out more about something, just exploring and educating yourself more about these things. I think that would be time well spent. So that's a real positive change. £25 a month is a, is a big increase. And if you can nudge it up, if she does that the following year, then we're going great guns. Really, really pleased with that. It's also another year now of the of the podcast done and there's been a, a lot of things that have happened in the year trying to build the the public speaking business that's had its highs and and all of its lows and trying to stay committed with the podcast turning up every two weeks and interviewing a whole host of guests and i'm, I'm so pleased that i've had the privilege of speaking to such a variety of guests this year downloads have been at an all-time high. Podcasting is such a wonderful medium because it's just you and a microphone and and so much magic can happen when you when you do that and I love the simplicity of that. I've been trying to scale up other forms of social media when it comes to the public speaking business and side hustle which has been much harder work. There's a can I say there's a lot more creativity needed, a lot more hard work when it's visual. You're thinking about hooks and captions and subtitle or whatever it is, and it's just a, a lot of stuff to do. Let me shed some light on perhaps some of the the unseen challenges and accomplishments of, of 2023, specifically talking about podcasts, site hustles, investing, let's say. So some of the unforeseen challenges particularly during the last few weeks, is I've been very stressed. And it's been a, a, an eye-opening experience because I, I I love my job. But inevitably, it does come with some stresses when you're stood in front of hundreds of people and you've got to deliver. And there are lots of variables. Whenever there are variables, that means things can go wrong. So when you're singing, maybe it's getting nervous. Maybe it's having a, a sore throat. Maybe it's having a bad colleague, maybe it's, well, there's a, thousands of reasons, but I have found myself getting a little bit stressed and not being able to come home and completely separate myself from from work and, and home life. And I don't mind that at all uh, in, in this particular scenario. I, I realise that it's part of the job, but it does make me realise that those people that are in those positions all of the time, perhaps don't have a choice. They have to go to work. They have to earn their bread and butter. And 
it must be quite exhausting. And I think this is a another fantastic reminder that finding this balance between enjoying what you do, being driven what you do, and being paid for what you do is there is a a way of combining these things that makes it doable and maintainable over the long term. So on those Reddit forums, you may see someone saying, I'm earning 80 grand a year, 100 grand a year, but burnout is coming. How long can they do that? Five years? Would it be better to go for a more humble salary, something that you you love and that you can keep up for for a longer time, better for your health, better for stress levels, allows you to achieve other things in life, that there is something to be said about that. So an appreciation from my perspective of, of people that are in those jobs that are working really, really, really hard. I love what I do. And somehow I I enjoy the stress. Sounds <laughs> strange. But stress sometimes means that you, you care about what you're doing and you want to get it right. And a little bit of stress can be a good thing sometimes. In 2023, I've had a little less motivation with the podcast, less ideas, but still that underlying call to to want to help people and I continue to be inspired by listening to to other podcasts. One of the changes that I wanted to to make as I do this more and more is to share my sense of personality and not to shy away from from saying what I what I believe or what I want to say to people because I think that that gives a sense of of authenticity. Indeed that's what I've been trying to coach some people on in my public speaking business. I've started to notice there's a common pattern that people will shy away from saying what they truly want to say. I was teaching someone someone yesterday, a, a very successful CEO that runs an electronics business, and he's a very agreeable man. And I was trying to get him to to practice being less agreeable not in his nature at all. And as an exercise, I just wanted to do a little bit of debate. So I asked him to to argue for and against various uh, topics. And the first two or three answers, he would always start his answer with saying, well, I don't quite agree with you, but I, I appreciate what you're saying. I understand where you're coming from. But my opinion on this is... And I was saying to him, there are times in life where you have to say, this is what I believe. I do not agree with you. And there are moments that, where you, you don't actively pursue that, that common ground. You have to say, this is what I believe. This is what I think. And I've been teaching that to my clients. And indeed, I'm trying to do it a little bit more on the part against to say, this is, this is the way that I, I think it is. And, and I think people respect that. That's something that I'm trying to, improve on in moving into 2024 that's for sure so lack of motivation from from sometimes public speaking business is is growing and i'm really thankful for all the clients that uh, that i'm having but it's still a big challenge to move away from that teaching platform into the big wide world but i i've set myself some goals and i'm starting to realize even more than ever that that diversification in my income is very, very important. And, and also, it's something that I love. So having the ability to go to rehearsals, have a long day, and to come back and to, to teach people, yes, it's hard work, 
but I enjoy it and I love it. And if I enjoy it and I love it, then I'm more keen and more likely to stick at it. And that, for me, is a maintainable side hustle. I saw a TikTok post just 20 minutes ago talking about ways to make money leading up to the Christmas period, about doing surveys and all of these little kind of things. And I thought, that oh, that's great. But why not actually take some time to invest in yourself, to learn a skill, or to think about the skills that you already have and say, how can I leverage those skills? That's going to be a much better long-term solution for actually earning a, a, a side income side hustle income that is more long-term rather than doing something like surveys. And look, that I'm all for cutting corners sometimes and trying to, to save a little bit of money. It, that, that plays into my slightly frugal nature. But I'm trying to move away from that a little bit and focus more on development, self-development and, and critical thinking and valuing your, your time. It doesn't come naturally to me necessarily, but that's something that I've been taking action on. Now, for uh, the Christmas touch I've got in my, my notes here, I want to reflect on... The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. On the podcast over this this period, so I've done a number of episodes at at Christmas over over the years. Can't remember what I did last year, but I believe in twenty twenty one. I and, and please go and check out this this episode. I'll leave a link in the show notes where I had voices from around the world sharing their own personal finance Christmas traditions, and it, it was such a a great episode that mixed in faith and it mixed in the Christmas time and personal finance stories. It's one of the episodes that I'm most proud of. And I, I, I just loved putting all of those voices together. As I spoke to Arena yesterday and uh, we were talking about the plan for the week and I said, well, I've got to get out a podcast episode by Wednesday. And she said, well, you know, do you, do you have to, is that, you know, is that, is that going to add to your, your load, add to your stress? And I said, no. You know, it's a it's something that I enjoy doing. It's a, it's a hobby, and it's actually somewhat therapeutic being able to to speak into this microphone and and to to think that people are listening and maybe it's helpful. Who who knows? So no goals in particular for for the podcast. I think turning up that's going to be a goal. So let's 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 firm that up. But I've been doing that already. The goals more are, are aligned with my my side hustle, and I just want to understand more about growing a business online. I've got so much to learn, and I do feel a, a little bit lost sometimes when I'm already running my my business as an opera singer, and uh, that takes a, a lot of my, my time and effort. This is a side hustle, but you also need to put in the hours and have the skills to be able to build that up, and it seems that 
every attempt that I have on on social media to to grow and to to share those skills and to share that knowledge is unsuccessful. And you would think that that would deter me, <laughs> but I I think there's something to it, and I'm I'm just convinced that I do have something to say. I know what it's like to stand up in front of people. I know what it's like to be incredibly shy. I know what it's like to overcome those fears and those trials and tribulations. And I I love helping people with that. So that is a motivation of mine. I want to find those people, the same people that I'm working with on this platform. How can I find those people on my own accord? And indeed, this podcast is is one way in which I share that message, but I'm looking for, for other ways. So goals in 2024 are going to be focused on scaling up that that side hustle business. I've been talking about this for far, 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 far too long. And I have been taking action on it, but there are no results really as of yet, which is a shame. But you've got to keep going, keep learning and learn from your mistakes because each time that I post a video or try something, I learn something new realized that there are some things where we don't even realize that we we sabotage ourselves that we hold ourselves back thinking that we can't achieve certain things so linkedin for example gary v always talks about linkedin and how it's a bit of a hidden secret a hidden gem and i know linkedin is really for the for the corporate world no one in my creative sphere uses LinkedIn. It's LinkedIn. It's, it's of no interest whatsoever. And so there's a little bit of trepidation, fear. I think, well, I don't really understand how it works. Why don't I take 15 hours to sit down to do a course or to look at a series of YouTube videos and learn how to use LinkedIn? It can't be that difficult, can it? And just stay consistent with that. And I think that a lot of my clients are going to be on LinkedIn, but why haven't I done it? I still haven't done it. And there is something perhaps in having the ability to realize what your goals are and narrow them down into targets. So clear targets. And you think, right, I've achieved this for today. I've achieved this for this week. I've achieved this for this month. That CEO that I was talking about, that I was coaching yesterday, one of the I ask a series of spontaneous questions in my sessions. And one of the things that he says he does every morning is that he he sets himself a, a list of, of goals for that particular day. And by the evening, he he ticks off whether he was successful in those goals. Before I start wrapping up the podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about the Christmas period. It's such a busy time, isn't it? The, the giving of of gifts, seeing family and friends. It can be quite overwhelming. Indeed, I was watching a a video from Stephen Fry talking about how lonely Christmas can be sometimes, even when you're surrounded with with people, even if you're not alone. You may be in a room with a group of people, but feeling particularly lonely. The things that I'm going to be doing at at the conclusion of this year is reflecting on the on the nativity and these gifts from Nativity, the golds, the frankincense, and and the myrrh. Gold was presented to Jesus by the wise men as a symbol of his kingship, and it reflected his divine status and highlighted the importance of honouring him as as a king. We hear gold being a a valued commodity. 
something to to hedge against the stock market, a, a safe asset, so to say. I'm not entirely sure that I, that I agree with that. There is something about gold symbolizing wisdom and, and honoring priorities and, and, and values. It can be a reminder to invest time, effort, and, and resources in what we truly value. Perhaps that's relationships, personal growth, financial stability. Frankincense was offered to Jesus as a symbol of his priestly role, and it was used in religious ceremonies for its aromatic properties. Yeah, so signifying a connection between the the earthly and divine. What is that going to mean in in twenty twenty four for you and and me? Hmm. Frankincense. Perhaps it could be a symbol of of mindfulness. Something that I certainly want to improve in 2024 is having those moments where I step back, have a, a bit of gratitude. Some more prayer time as well. As a Christian, that's a big part of, of being a Christian. Not something that I get particularly right a lot of the time. And myrrh, the final gift. Myrrh was commonly used in burial rituals in ancient times, acknowledging that life doesn't last forever either. Life is, is temporary, it moves bloody fast as well and it's a good reminder for us on our financial independence journey because we can fixate on that that future we can put in our compound interest calculator what's going to happen in the future but we may never get there so there has to be some some awareness about what's happening now and that, i do love that about the christmas period that it, it it's a time to step away from the hustle and the bustle and particularly in London, I can go into that street, oh, the famous street, Oxford Street, and there's so many people buying things. And suddenly I'll, I'll go back to this story of the nativity, and I, I just don't see the correlation. <laughs> and it's, it's, a, it's a great reminder to know that, that there are more important things in, in life. Whether you have faith or not, there will be. Maybe that's focusing on time with the with the family. Maybe that's, oh, I don't know, improving your health, whatever it is. This time can be used to, to step away and to, to, and to set your goals. That is all for now. I think this may be the last episode of 2023, but keep your ears peeled. Maybe I might do a compilation that the best of the best hits of the art of money and communication who knows wishing you a very merry christmas and a happy new year see you very soon take care please keep in mind that none of the information in this podcast constitutes as financial advice and you should seek your own independent financial advice before making any investment or financial decisions this episode was produced by teachmecommunication.co.uk. If you want to know more about improving your public speaking, then why not get in touch at teachmecommunication.co.uk.